At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Top of the morning to you. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in for Paul this week. Uh, tomorrow we do have the beginning of the Memorial Tournament, which is a big one. Uh, a lot of the heavy hitters obviously li- lined up in this tournament. And some of the guys that are going to be going tomorrow, Matt, when we're on the air, some good groups early on in the morning. We do get at uh, 8.32 a.m. tomorrow Eastern time. Matsuyama, Thomas, and Reed are paired together and then 12 minutes after that, it's Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, and Xander Schauffele. I would rather watch that threesome. Oh, the Rahm, second one? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Rahm, yeah. Morikawa, and uh, Shoffley. Let's hook it up. That's Let's great. watch it here in the studio tomorrow because uh, that's going to be a good start to the tournament. I don't care really about watching Justin Thomas right now. Even though he's one of my favorite players, he's been a mess. He has been. And uh, watch, watch this week is the week that he turns it around. Uh, it could be. Could be, but the, you know, he was so bad at the PGA. I know, was, I know. Uh, I'm not convinced. He's his driving accuracy has really left him uh, recently, and that's uh, not going to be as big a problem maybe on this course uh, at the Memorial as it would be on others because you got wide fairways, and that's one reason I think Jordan Spieth is going to hang around. I do think Spieth will be in the top ten this week. That's not going out on a limb because he's you know among that group of about eight favorites around 17, 18, 19 to one. Yep. But um, uh, you don't get penalized as much on this course if uh, your driving accuracy is a little bit off. I mean, looking at it, at the data since the beginning of twenty twenty one, Spieth has been the best golfer in the world. Uh, He's been yeah. amazing. 
you know what's a lot of people laugh at me because I continue to bet Xander Shopper, and I did cash with him a few times early in his career, so it's not a total chase. If you look, if you're into stats, Shoffley is top three, and he's been top three for a year and a half. And in, yeah, in I'll fact, yeah, as of sure. two weeks ago, he was the PGA leader in the all around. Shoffley's right up there with uh, anybody. Sure. All the elite players in golf. He's just, you know, he's finding ways not to win tournaments. Correct. And uh, it's tough to win these things. And then sometimes, you know, it's a mental game too. When uh, when you choke a couple of times, uh, it gets in your head. And I think that, you know, Jordan Spieth, we saw it. It was, it was in Spieth's head for about three years. Sure. Yeah. I uh, saw this tweet earlier in the week from our buddy Paul Stone, who uh, comes in, uh, comes on the show and in the studio a lot throughout the entire year and uh, weekly during the college football season. He announced on Twitter that the uh, very first episode of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast is now available. That's great news. Paul Stone with a podcast? Mm-hmm. I saw a couple weeks ago Keith Olbermann tweeted, uh, the last thing the world needs is another podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. And Kenny Maine said, I think there's room for one more. Uh, <laughs> now there's room for two more. Let's make room for Paul Stone. The Paul Stone Sports Podcast. And there it is. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports. He'll talk college football. He'll talk golf. And hopefully Paul's going to be on the show with us tomorrow morning. Great guy. Big fan of Paul Stone. Yeah, he's like a combination of Stephen A. Smith, Screaming A. Smith. Yes. And, uh, he reminds me a lot of, that's Skip who I think ba- of. Skip Bayless. I think. Combination he, of those two guys. A lot of yelling, bold takes. Yes. yes. Disrespecting people. For years, I've thought Stephen A. Smith when I listen to and talk with uh, Paul Stone. Uh, V-CIN contributor, sports better, Will Hill is going to join the show coming up next. We'll find out what he's betting today in Major League Baseball. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. After the Avalanche buried the goal tonight, 7-1 in Game 1, Vegas head coach Peter DeBoer hinting at Marc-Andre Fleury getting the start in Game 2. The Golden Knights are a $1.60 dog at Colorado, laying $1.85.5 thunder at the Bald Arena in Denver. After eliminating the Maple Leafs in seven games, Montreal, a $1.10 dog at Winnipeg today. Jets laying $1.35.5 under the total in Game 1 of that second-round series. The Knicks look to remain alive in their series with the Atlanta Hawks, down three games to one. They're laying a point and a half in Game 5 today at Madison Square Garden, the total 208. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get 250 bucks in a match bonus. That's his payouts and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. 
It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 in order to get down. Matt, you're going to go to the uh, U.S. Open, you said, at Torrey mm. Pines in San Diego in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I love Looking that idea. forward to it. Uh, love to go to the golf majors. Went to the uh, U.S. Open in Pebble Beach. Uh, two cool. years ago, 2019, so looking forward to it at uh, Torrey Pines. All right, let's talk some uh, Major mm-hmm. League Baseball betting and uh, probably discuss some NBA playoffs as well as uh, sports better and VSIN contributor William Hill joins the program. Now, Will, it's good to talk to you today. How are you? What's going on, guys? I'm good. I still can't get over that game last night. The Nuggets and the Blazers, just incredible shot making. Uh, that's why these teams, I've said it for years, they need a sports better on all these coaching staffs because as betters, we know when you're up three, how many times have you lost a bet? The other team hits a three and you lose the game in overtime. Just yeah. foul the guy. It's hard to score three points with two free throws. Just foul the guy. It's crazy. And they let him just keep shooting the threes. It's no, unbelievable. Like, did you have action on the Nuggets last night? I had the Nuggets. I had the over. So it was a great game. If the okay. Nuggets had lost, it would have just been it. It would have been a great game. Will, you must have been screaming at the TV at, at Malone. Like, what are, are you paying attention? Lillard is having one of the best playoff games we've ever seen. He can't miss. You're up by three constantly. Don't let him get a shot off. Put him at the free throw line. And they had chances. It's not like it was a catch and shoot. He was right. jumping out the clock. I thought I just kept waiting for him to foul, and it just didn't happen. And one of those foul calls was ridiculous. It, it, oh. Lillard missed, and then they – oh, that was just – If what's the point of replay if we're not going to just overturn? And he didn't touch him. And I, I don't know if the ref just couldn't admit he made such a bad mistake. It was a, a strangely officiated game to begin with. They called a lot of touch fouls. I mean, it was a foul fest for a long time. The refs sometimes just need to swallow their whistle. But other than that, great game. You know what? I've said that about basketball in general for years. It would be a better game if the refs made fewer calls. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's micromanaging by the officials that makes the game unwatchable sometimes. And that foul call last night, there's no excuse for that. No excuse for that whatsoever. You know, I did play-by-play for a little while uh-huh. at the uh, Division One college basketball level. Did some Mountain West Conference games. Yes, you did. I, re- I recall that now. Like, yeah. I would not cry about the refs because I hate when broadcasters cry about the refs. But I would make a point to say, like, know there's another ticky-tack one. be nice if we had some flow in this game tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, I might, I might not have said that, actually, but it was like, It's guys, like you're getting paid by the call. Yes. Yeah. Like, are, are we going to send both teams to the free throw line 35 times tonight? Stop. Yeah, how about Damian Lillard? 55 points, 12 three-pointers, and the uh, Blazers lose that game last night. Oh. Uh, that's tough. Tough to take. Uh, well, when you uh, when you look at the Blazers going into a, a Game 6 scenario at home, you look at the Lakers going into Game 6 at home off a blowout loss, do you look at those two teams differently, or do you think uh, those are going to be spots to play on the home favorites in Game 6? I do. I thought from the beginning of the series, Nuggets-Blazers was destined for 7. I picked the Nuggets in the beginning of the series. I probably undersold their backcourt issues, but they've gotten by with it. I mean, if you look at the guys they're playing, I mean, it's backups. It's Austin Rivers, who was, out of, I think, out of the league for a few weeks this year. Uh, Marcus Howard, who was great in college, but, he, I mean, he's basically a two-way guy. Campazzo, I mean, they're just doing it basically with duct tape with this backcourt. But I think this is a typical zigzag series. That's why I like the Nuggets last night. I said yesterday on Lombardi show, Nuggets probably win Game 5, Blazers will win Game 6, and Game 7 will come down on the wire. These teams just look evenly matched. Either one can really stop the other one. So I think that's a seven-game series. Um, the Lakers just might be out of gas. I mean, maybe they. You know, that was a strange performance. LeBron really needed to carry the team last night, and there's just not a lot around him. And if he's going to be 70%, 80%, that roster is just not good enough. And Phoenix is really good. So uh, I think you're getting wow, you're getting three, I think, tomorrow with Phoenix. I would probably lean that way. I'm not sure we, we get a Game 7 in that one. Mm. I'll tell you, I mean, 
You're exactly right. Is Anthony Davis going to play? Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably going to play, right? But he's not going to so. be. He's not going to be near 100. percent What's he? 75. percent He'll be limping Maybe. around. He loves to limp. You guys can correct me if I'm yeah. wrong on this, but like the the role players on the team, like this this team, they actually have some. T- I would say that the role players on this current Lakers team, they're better than some of the uh, teams that uh, LeBron was on with the Cavaliers. Right? Well, they had but, some clowns on the Cavaliers. Yeah. They certainly did, but well, the, the Lakers... Lakers role players played like complete clowns oh. last night. Yeah, LeBron LeBron likes shooters though. LeBron likes spacing and shooters. Mm, yeah. It's a little different with Davis because he's the second star and Davis when you have LeBron and Davis, you can build around defense and size. Last year they had Howard and they just went all in on size, defense, rim protection. Now without Davis, without the second star, LeBron would like to revert back to where he can just drive and kick the shooters, but they can't make an open three. And yeah. Schroeder, you watch Schroeder play. Schroeder turned down eighty four million dollars. God bless the team that gives that guy eighty four million dollars. Good luck with that. I said the same thing at the time. How crazy do you have to be to offer him that much money? Uh, well, it's the yeah. NBA. Did what you a watch country, what a world. You're right. I, I mean, think Shaq said it last night. He goes, they're just giving away money right now. Sure. You just show up and play halfway decent. You're going to get a huge contract. And the Lakers got these guys who showed up or didn't show up at all last night in that game against Phoenix. So let's talk about the uh, Hawks and the Knicks, Will. What do you think? Uh, Mitch is trying to talk himself into a bet on the Knicks here, maybe in the first quarter. Knicks minus one and a half for the game, total of 208. Well, I think the, the same thing you think, the same thing we thought going into the series, and the Hawks just have more talent. I mean, the regular season, the NBA is about your strengths. The postseason is about your weaknesses. To me, the Knicks have a lot of weaknesses, a lot of limitations. It's no knock on them, but look, I mean, they were, what, plus 800 to make the playoffs in a league where everyone makes the playoffs, a season win total of 22. Uh, Julius Randle right now is really their only weapon. He's not shooting the ball well. He reminds me a little bit. Sometimes Saquon Barkley have a stat line like nine carries for seven yards and people knock him. And it's like, it's not that Saquon Barkley is bad. It's they have no other offense, so they gang up on Barkley. It's the same thing they're doing with Randle right now, mm. where he just doesn't have a lot around him. Uh, the Hawks are better. I mean, the Hawks got look, they got shooters everywhere. They got lottery picks. Capella's a borderline all star is a big man, and Gallinari and Bogdanovich can shoot. Young's a good player. Hunter's a good player. The, the Hawks just have a better team to me. Uh, obviously, if you're betting the Knicks, say you're betting the situation. You're betting the crowd, which I can understand. I would worry if I'm betting the Knicks that uh, you know the crowd maybe the enthusiasm is tempered a little bit being down three one. Maybe it's more of a nervous, tentative crowd. Uh, to, to me, the Hawks are just better. The Knicks were a great story, a great regular season team, but the Hawks are clearly better, and I, I expect them to close them out tonight. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest right now is Will Hill, VSIN contributor, sports better as well. Follow him on Twitter at uh, not the Will Hill. Good uh, Twitter handle there, Will. Um, Thanks. How are you approaching the Wizards 76ers game now that the Sixers have had like a day, day and a half to get ready for this game with no Joel Embiid? I think we're going to get a full crowd in Philly, and I think that's relevant. I think it's going to be a hungry crowd. I think the Wizards have kind of gotten Philly's attention. Uh, I was watching the other night when Embiid got hurt. I think it would kind of stun Philly. It gave some life to Washington. That's a tricky spot. You know, we saw that game four with the Lakers where your star goes out. The team, you know, gets kind of shook. They get kind of stunned. It takes them a quarter to recover if they ever recover. So I think this is a tough spot for the Wizards to walk into a closeout spot in Philly. I still think Philly's a pretty good matchup with their perimeter defenders against a perimeter-oriented team. And remember, you know, the Wizards aren't 100% healthy either. Bertans is out. Uh, Westbrook's got a bad ankle. Bert, uh, Beal's got a bad hamstring. He was limping around. You know, it's, it's almost like you got to play doctor with these series. All these guys are hurt in all these series and all these games between Doncic and LeBron, Davis, Chris Paul. So uh, I, I would expect Philly to close them out tonight, avoid a game six, get him beat some rest. I think that'll be a tough crowd and a tough spot for Washington tonight. 
All right, how about the Clippers? When uh, expectations get high, oftentimes leads to a letdown with the Clips. Uh, they win two on the road in Dallas, and they come home as seven-point favorites. Can you trust the Clippers in this spot to take care of business? I do. Uh, you know, I think we've all been watching sports long enough. We see these series, they can flip at any time, and sometimes they just never flip back. And if you just draw a line in the sand Friday night, uh, Mavs are up two games to none. They're up 19 points, 30 to 11. From that point on, I mean, the Clippers, they erase a 19-point deficit. They win that game by 10, so that's a 29-point swing. And then they win the other night by 26 points. So that's 55 points they've outscored the Mavs by in seven quarters. Uh, I just don't think the Mavs could shoot 50% from three like they were, you know, the first three games. To me, this series is flipped. I'd be really surprised if the Mavs won another game. Doncic doesn't look healthy. Uh, he's doing his best Nick Anderson impression from the foul line. He can't make a free throw, which is really killing the Mavs. There's just not a lot around Doncic either. So I expect the Clippers to win. I think, you know, you can get them correct series score 4-2 to two at minus 110. I think that's a pretty good bet, too. And you know, I expect them to come out of the West. Look, it's now or never if you're the Clippers. The Lakers are hobbled. They're, they look like they're on their way out. You know, Phoenix is good. Utah's good. Neither one of those teams is great. Uh, Denver and Portland, we saw that, you know, they can score, but they have their flaws. The Clippers should be in the finals. Look, this is this is it. You gave up all those picks. Like, if you get to the finals and you lose, you could live with it if you lose a heartbreaker in six mm -hmm. or seven. But to me, this is it's now or never for the Clippers. They have more talent than these teams. To me, they should come out of the West. It, it's a colossal disappointment if they don't come out of the West. So I, guess well I, expect, I do. Ex yeah. yeah, I do expect them to win tonight and to cover. I think this series has turned. You know, it reminds me a lot of uh, the Braves Dodgers. If you remember, Braves were up three games to one. And they were up two nothing in game five, and they had men on base all night <laughs> right. to uh, to put that game away. One hit here, or there, it's four or five nothing, and they couldn't quite get it. Next thing you know, it's tied. Next thing you know, they lose the game, the series. So sometimes these series flip, and they just never flip back. That's well said. Now yeah. or never for the Clippers because this is their best opportunity. With the Lakers, look like they might limp their way out of the playoffs here in the first round. Sure, and then you have to deal with Kawhi. Yeah. After this season, if they like lose to the Mavericks and get Why bounced could, early yeah, again, he, he could be okay. gone. If yeah. uh, the Clips don't start to have some playoff success, he could be gone. Yeah. All right. Well, let's touch on uh -huh. some uh, baseball here quickly. Um, uh, Yankees Rays. So far, the series has gone Rays as the dog in Game One. Got the money with Rich Hill. Yankees came back, got the money yesterday as the dog, and they beat the Rays. Glasnow with the no decision went to extras. And uh, today, how are you approaching this game then? With uh, this kid, by the way, for the Rays is good. He's got some electric stuff taking on Montgomery. Oh, you said it. I mean, he is good. Typical Rays. They lose Snell. They lose Morton. Where are they going to get any starting pitching from? Well, here comes McClanahan, who throws basically 100 miles an hour. It looks like he's throwing a wiffle ball. I mean, every pitch yes. moves. He's just got <laughs> filthy stuff. And Montgomery's a pretty good pitcher for the Yankees. And the Yankees, believe it or not, I mean, they just can't hit. It's not a small sample size anymore. It's 55 games, 30 games. They've scored three runs or less, which is really hard to believe. They really haven't been that that injured which is usually what what hurts them it's just guys not hitting it's it's the whole league but they're really not hitting they're the bottom of the league in a lot of these categories offensively uh bad beat yesterday if you had under seven and a half some of it was under eight but that game was three three forever it goes to extra innings you avoid the extra inning craziness but you get a uh man on third two outs bottom 11 and frazier hits one into the seats to, to make it five three you know that ball hits the wall it's four three and you win that's a tough loss but uh i like the under tier today i think mcclanahan will throw a good game i think Yankees in the under is a good bet for now. The Yankees, I think they got four or five guys in the lineup hitting under 200. Uh, as a Yankee fan, if I have to watch Brett Gardner take another four at bats, I might just throw up. It, it's really it's bad, some of these guys. They had Rugnet Odor, who was basically out of league to start the year, hitting second. This is yep. this is uh, deterred from a handicap into a Yankee therapy session, but I like the under here. Yeah, he's a Yankees fan, can you tell? Yeah. Not at all.
<clears throat> Yankees have been uh, really frustrating to watch offensively, though. How about the Red Sox? Nick Pavetta is 6-0. Some of the n- metrics show that that record might be a little bit deceiving. But the Red Sox are on the road against the Astros tonight. Valdez, the starter for Houston. Uh, Will, would you be tempted to uh, take plus 135 or 140 on the Red Sox tonight in the uh, road dog roll? No, I like Houston. I think the Red Sox are going to come back to the pack. I wrote them as an over. I bet them as an over before the year. I thought they were going to contend for like a second wild card. I thought their pitching was just horrible last year. would be a little better this year, and I thought they could hit, which is kind of the direction they're going. They're a little better than I thought. I think they'll come back to the pack. I don't think their pitching is very good. I don't think it's good enough to hang for 162. And look, the Astros are good. I mean, we all hate the Astros. I hate the Astros as much as anybody, but that is a monster lineup. I mean, you just mm-hmm. look at some of the names, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman. They really, in a league where nobody can hit and nobody can hit in this league, but they, they mash the ball. And, uh, and Valdez is a good pitcher. He's only had one start this year. He's had to get a finger injury. You can go off last year's starts, though. Kind of a breakout year, uh, less than a hit an inning, not a lot of walks, not a lot of homers, only five homers in 70 innings, over a strikeout in an inning. So really good numbers, a good lineup. I'm going to go with the Astros here. I think that's the right side. All right. Anything else today? No, we got to all the NBA. I think Memphis, I think that Memphis line looks a little high with the Grizzlies. I don't expect Utah to lose. I don't think, you know, even when Utah was down one, nothing, nobody really thought Memphis was in danger of winning that series. But to me, they just, you know, they're like a baseball team where every hitter is at least 260 or 270 higher. Every rotation player is decent for Memphis. They play hard. They're scrappy. Um, not a great team, but just a, a team that can hang around and has been, they've been game, you know, they haven't gotten really blown out in any of these games. Some of, well, some of the final scores have been deceiving. I remember game two, they were down big, came back, made it close and then got, and Utah pulled away, but they've kind of hung tight in this series. I think nine and a half is a little too high. So I would probably take Memphis there. And that's not a series I've watched a whole lot of. They put those games on like 10 o'clock on Monday night. It's kind of a boring series. And, you know, I think I think Utah will probably win and move on. But I like Memphis plus the points. Mitch, that's too late for guys like Will Hill out on the East Coast. Sure. The way it sounds. If you give me... If you give me Denver and uh, Portland, I'll stay up. That game ended at one in the morning. I was fine. <laughs> well, it was fun. But Memphis and Utah is a little, a, a little bit of like you know vanilla ice cream. <laughs> it's a little boring. I like watching the Jazz. They put up 40, 40 to fifty threes, and I like the way they play. Uh, but yeah, if you live on the East Coast, guys like Will want to get to bed early and uh, look rested for their spots of here course. on VCN early in the morning. That's right. Uh, we do have a, a tweet from uh, Robert says. He would love to know what you guys think. He asked me, but I don't have an opinion, so I'll ask you guys. What do you think about over 224.5 in the uh, Grizzlies-Jazz game? He bet that already. Do you like that? And we've got about 45 seconds here, Will. Yeah, I, I just think Utah's got one extra shooter uh, where, you know, Mem- Memphis really doesn't have the the perimeter defense. They play Valanchunas. Morant's not a great defender. Jaron Jackson Jr. is not a great three-point defender. So Utah kind of gets some open looks from three wherever whenever they want. So... And to me, Utah's a little step slow on the perimeter. Guys like Bogdanovich, Ingles, Mitchell doesn't look healthy. So I could see another over. I'm not opposed to that. Okay. Very good. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at not the Will Hill. William Hill is his name. Uh, Point Spread Weekly contributor. Thanks much, Will. Good luck today. All right. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Check out the, uh, the Point Spread Weekly. Thanks, guys. Will do. He loves to get that in. Yeah. <clears throat> Vsend.com slash subscribe. Maybe. Yes. It's like he's uh, at the buzzer. He's racing, and then like you can hear him <laughs> hanging up as well. Like, yeah, time. You can squeeze it in. We're giving you time there. Uh, we'll get into today's uh, NHL slate coming up next. A huge game tonight, obviously, in the series, and how the series odds could really shift if this happens.
1-800-636-3665. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are live today from the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You're going to find in-game tracking tools. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at the website. It's OddsTrader.com. We'll give you this. Uh, the Canadians taking on the Jets tonight in the National Hockey League. Game one of their best of seven to come out of the North Division and rep Canada in the Final Four. Um, the line here at Circa 
I think it might be the highest there is right now on Montreal minus one. Uh, check that on Winnipeg minus one thirty-six. The Canadians are plus one twenty-four, and uh, Jeff Davis, who is the uh, NHL odds maker here at Circa, tweeted out about forty minutes ago. This Winnipeg line is laugh out loud. So I'm guessing that he's got a, a high opinion on Montreal, but I'm guessing that he just keeps taking money on Winnipeg this morning, so he's moving the number. Yeah, it's plus 124 at Circa. I guess he's laughing, saying it's too high in the Jets. Yeah. So Jeff Betts, too. I assume he's going to back up his laughs with his bankroll and bet Montreal at that plus price, and then he could grab plus 120 at plenty of places out there. Is that what you're seeing as the next closest? Yeah. To that is plus, I see plus 120. plus 120 at BetMGM, um, WinBet, uh, FanDuel, a couple of other points bet. There are plenty of places you could uh, grab that price on the Canadians if you think the uh, it's laugh out loud funny. The other game tonight? I don't really have an opinion on Canadians, Winnipeg. I, I do not want to bet the Golden Knights in the other game tonight. No, I would actually look at the Canadians as well at this number right now. I don't think it's going to keep going up. If it does, I'll... Be patient and uh, see where the highest number I can possibly grab on the Canadians, but that number might uh, be right now. But you're right. Tonight, Avalanche Lane, $1.79. The Knights are plus 162 right now here at Circa, where we're broadcasting live from. The total is 5.5. Talk about somebody who's laugh out loud funny, and that was the Avalanche blowout of the Golden Knights on Sunday night. That was comical. It was a joke. 7-1, to one, and Mitch, every time you turned around, the Avalanche were celebrating a goal. That looked like... I mean, pros versus Joes. Yeah. It really did. I mean, and think about this. The Golden Knights are one of the highest power-rated teams in the NHL. Some people have them uh, all the way up number two behind Colorado. Steve Mackinan of uh, Point Spread Weekly had Vegas number one. That's right. Power-rated number one. I think for quite a while throughout the the year. Last month and still this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even look close, Matt, in that first game. And I will say this. It was a bad spot for the Golden Knights. Friday night, they clinched game seven at home. Then you got to turn around the next day, hit the road. Yep. Played the Avalanche at altitude. Colorado uh, players had had basically a week off waiting for this game. And then uh, Vegas coach Pete DePore puts in uh, his backup goaltender, Robin Leonard. So you got your number two goalie. You set Marc-Andre Fleury, which I think was probably a good decision. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury needed a night off somewhere. Agreed. It doesn't matter if you lose that game one nothing or 7-1, to one, right? It's a loss. And I do the expected nights with Flurry back in goal to play much better tonight, but still they got a gap to close, and I'm not sure they can beat this Colorado team tonight. So yeah, uh, if and they, they, the Knights have also sorry, the Knights have also played poor first periods. Uh, so if you kind of like them tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if they fall behind early and you get a better price than plus one sixty five. Uh, the series price is uh, Colorado minus four seventy five and Vegas plus three eighty. And how that could change mm-hmm. if the Golden Knights win this game tonight? I, I talked. I reached out to Mike Palm yesterday, who loves betting on hockey. He said that he would make Colorado minus one seventy if the Knights win tonight. Yes. So you're basically back to the series price before it starts. Pretty much so. Yes. And then we're talking about five a five game series, and three of those games in theory would be in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think his price is probably about right. That comes down. The series price was a little bit higher with the next two games in Vegas. I think it's reasonable, too, to expect maybe the teams, if it's tied, 
coming back here, they split the two games in Vegas and go back to Colorado, you're right back where you started. Yep. I just don't think the Knights have what it takes to beat this Colorado team. Yeah, I'm not sure they do either. I talked to Jeff Davis actually about, I'm going to say two weeks ago, and uh, Jeff said at that point he thought Colorado was one of the best teams he's seen in the NHL in the past 15 years. Yeah. He brought that up yeah. on, when we had him on. He said probably since those 90s Red Wings teams, yeah. maybe the highest power rated team in the entire league since then, which in – and we talked to uh, another professional sports better, was Rob Pizzola came on the show a couple of weeks back, and we asked him that question. He said, do you agree with Jeff? And he goes, yeah, I'm that high on the team. He just said they're, they're he actually said back then, there was still probably value on Colorado at 3-1 to one to win the Stanley Cup. Cheapest price tonight, if you like Colorado, is right here at Circa. It looks like minus 179. Okay. We'll uh, recap what we bet yesterday and tell you what we're on tonight in Pocket Plays coming up next here on Follow the Money, Tyson, the Sports Betting Network. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, time for in-pocket plays. Uh, winner yesterday, Nuggets minus 1 in the first quarter against the Blazers. What a game that was. Uh, blowing them out in the first quarter. I think Ernie Johnson said last night, by the way, nice handicap by you. You got that right. The Nuggets get off to a really fast start. That's what you want to see off a loss when you come home in a sure. game five situation. The Nuggets and the Suns each did that last night. And uh, the Suns never let off the gas. The Nuggets had to win uh, a dramatic game. Ernie Johnson on TNT said there have been 35 playoff games through last night. No doubt. That was the best playoff game so oh. far. Blazers, Nuggets with uh, Lillard putting up 55 points and hitting a playoff record 12 threes yeah. in the loss. He's not joking. That he, was the best playoff game. Yep, totally agree. Classic. I'm actually glad that I had no baseball picks during the segment yesterday. Would not have gone well. Uh, overall, though, the baseball record on the season here, 21-13-1, plus, yep. plus 10.52 units. Uh, I want the Twins run in the first inning today. You can find it, yes, plus 150 right now against Matt Harvey on the mound. Been awful in the first inning, in the second inning as well. I'm looking at some other numbers, like the the Twins team total today is 5.5. Eh, it might be a bit steep, because who knows? He's, it's going to be a bullpen game. They're going to yank him probably after a couple of innings, the way it mm-hmm. looks. Uh, and give me the Reds, Phillies. For, they played, what was it, 20 runs yesterday, 17 by the Phillies. Might have to, uh, oh, this could be... Don't watch this game, but Reds Phillies first five innings <laughs> under four and a half minus one fourteen. Don't watch the game. I'm, I can't. <laughs> like I have the package. I'm not watching this game this morning, but I have a bet on it at uh, minus one fourteen. That pitching matchup is uh, Spencer Howard and Vladimir Gutierrez. Actually, I think it might be pretty decent the pitching mm-hmm. matchup. Yeah. So you said yesterday things did not go your way in baseball. It did not. You know what's interesting about? I find this with baseball handicapping betting. Uh, because I don't bet every opinion I have every day. 
But some days, man, everything breaks right for you on the baseball cards. Sure. I, I think we sat in here on Monday, and basically every game we talked about was a winner. I think you're right. And some days, it would go the opposite way. Almost every game you look at ends up being a loser. Yep. Uh, lately, I've been seeing the baseball board pretty well, and things have been going on. The Cubs yesterday, uh, when we did this uh, segment, uh, the Cubs plus 100 with uh, Kyle Hendricks, that was a winner. And uh, that game, that line closed at circa Cubs minus 127. So a lot of money ended up on uh, the Cubs side in that game against the Padres. Yeah, great job by you. Well, it's good to be on the right side of the line move like that. Then you have to get into the win column. Uh, 27 cents with the closing line yeah. value? Yeah, pretty strong. Uh, all right. I don't have a baseball play today as of right now, so I'm not going to put one up here on in pocket. I'm still looking at a few, but uh, we talked about some dogs earlier that might have some value in baseball and we were uh, looking at Cardinals <laughs> at plus uh, $2 uh, the Rays and the Red Sox I mean if, if I'm going to bet a dog in baseball today it'd be the Cards the Rays or the Red Sox I'm not going to use that as a best bet I'm just going to go with golf here uh, for right now in the Memorial Jack Nicholson's tournament outside the majors this is one of the major tournaments, and uh, we got a stacked field this week. Jordan Spieth at seventeen to one, Victor Hovland nineteen to one, Colin Morikawa nineteen to one. Now, all those guys in the in the teens in that group of favorites, you're not getting a ton of value at those numbers, right? But I do think Spieth is uh, going to be in contention this week because I've said it before. You've got wide fairways here. He he can get a little loose off the tee and still compete. And I thought Spieth is the type of guy who's really going to be grinding after he blew the tournament uh, last week in Texas. Um, Morikawa won here last year. He's a tour leader in greens and regulation, strokes gained approach. Morikawa, and Jeff Seeley said it in hour number two, he profiles as the number one player in this tournament this yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, 19 to 1. Victor Hovland's short game has really improved. He had two top fives in May. Uh, he's ready to win again. Uh, you can catch him at around 20 to 1 as well. Charlie Hoffman, four top tens since February. This guy's been in the hunt so many times. Charlie Hoffman, Mitch, is kind of like the he's uh, kind of like the guy who gets close to the hot chick, hangs out with the hot chick, then when he tries to make the move on her, uh, she says, "We're just friends. Uh-huh. I just want to be friends." I don't look at you that way. And then uh, she hooks up with another guy. And Charlie Hoffman is the guy standing next to the guy holding the trophy. Right? I, li- I like the analogy. He just doesn't I think it's win. Very fitting. He just doesn't win, but he's in the hunt. Yeah. He does that a lot. Yeah. He's 50 to 1 this week. And uh, he's been so close. I'll give him a shot. 50 to 1. Jason Day also with uh, two top 10s in this course in the past two years. Uh, so Jason Day, a long shot. And I talked about this before the show. With uh, Indy Jeff, or during the show, with Indy Jeff, we talked about it. Before the show, I went down to the Circa, and, and Jeff likes Joaquin Neiman. I went ahead and played him a 48-1 to here at Circa. Uh, one matchup, and I'm going with my guy Xander. I didn't bet him on the Futures board this week, but I'm going to play him minus 120 over Patrick Cantley. So those are the uh, golf plays. Also, Corey Connors. I forgot him. I played Corey Connors uh, a lot at 30-1. to one. You know, no big bets this week. Yeah. Just medium size. Well, you won Kokrak at sixty-two to one, so you Kokrak was a nice winner last week at yeah. sixty-two to one. I'm not not going crazy. I, I don't like to bet this many players, uh, but I, like I said, they're not big plays this week. And I'm, I'm also looking at Tony Finau maybe as a, a top ten at two to one odds. Okay. Finau, by the way, the leader after eighteen and thirty-six holes. 
on this course last year, predictably faded on the weekend. I remember that. Yeah, he did finish top ten. He did top ten, Tony. Yeah, exactly. That's a good nickname. Uh, the third and final leg of the Triple Crown is this Saturday, and first bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up now, and you're going to get analysis and wagering on every race with AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. And to celebrate the Belmont Stakes, First Bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up now through June 5th when you use the promo code VEGAS20. Also, everyone who redeems this $20 free bet will receive full access to vSIN subscription products for free. Go to vSIN.com slash horses for details. That's vsin.com slash horses and use the promo code Vegas20. Uh, and by the way, Jeff Siegel is going to be on the program on Friday in the 9 o'clock Eastern hour. And he is the best horse racing handicapper I've ever talked to, listened to, met, etc. in my entire life. It's worth uh, listening to Jeff Siegel's spot on uh, Friday because he is really sharp with the horses. I'm going to go with Hot Rod Charlie in the Belmont, 4-1 to one or so. I, I played Hot Rod Charlie in the Derby. Okay. Finished third. Uh, the horse I played in the Preakness uh, finished second. I'm trending in the right direction. Third to second. Hopefully Hot Rod Charlie with Flavian, Flavian Pratt. The jockey change is going to be the winner this week at the Belmont. Nick Bogdanovich, William Hill coming up next. We'll talk about that Lakers-Suns result from last night and what he expects with the Golden Knights betting handle tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. of losing your hair, you can get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Go to keeps.com slash vsin. Keeps.com slash vsin. Nick Bogdanovich is the director of trading over at uh, William Hill Sportsbooks, and he joins the program now. Nick, good morning. Good to talk to you as always. How are you? I'm doing great, gentlemen. What's happening? Uh, A lot going on this week. Very busy week. We'll get to golf and maybe a little VGK coming up here in a second with you. I want to ask you about last night's result overall for you on this uh, Lakers-Suns game, LeBron, I think, you know, people were really starting to talk about this yesterday. In his career, in the first round, LeBron had never lost back-to-back games. 12-0 and after a loss in the first round, 8-4 and ATS. This is a huge Lakers town, as people probably know at this point. Was that a good result? Were you getting Lakers money yesterday? Or how'd that uh, end up going for you last night? Well, it, usually we need against the Lakers really, really big. Uh, but last night was not the case. With AD out, uh, we were actually dead even to the game. And, and, and with the three favorites coming in last night, actually NBA was a small loser. But, yeah, no, there was uh, – as soon as AD was not in the game, uh, the, the betters were not running to the windows to bet the Lakers. There was still quite a bit of Laker money line bets, uh, but there was more straight bets on uh, Phoenix minus four and a half and five to balance it out. 115-85. to 85. Uh, the Lakers get blown out. They're down 30 at the half, and it gets no better in the second half. Uh, Nick, did you notice anything with the live wagering last night where were betters uh, chasing, thinking the Lakers were going to get back into the game? I would think not, because if you watched that, you could pretty much see the Lakers were a lost cause last night. Yeah, no, I wasn't around for that. Uh, I was asleep by then, but... I do know that when they when they when they get down ten or fifteen and they can take a big price price on the plus, they're going to do it regardless. But once it gets up to twenty, twenty five, thirty, then 
the money line comes down and you can just bet the spread. So at that point, they abandoned ship anyway. So, yeah, I'd love to see Chris Paul and the Suns get through. Obviously, the Lakers have won a ton of banners, mm -hmm. uh, just won one last year. So I'd like to see some new blood. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Chris Paul and Mike Conley go at it at some point in this uh, Western, Western uh, tournament. Mitch, what about the uh, Lakers? Would you bite on the Lakers now to suggested series price? And uh, do you like the Lakers in game six? I mean, it's all based on the health of AD. Yeah, well, it's I tough mean, to say, right? It's uh, really tough to go to war with uh, a team. I'm going to say like, he plays, and yeah. he plays at about 75%. What do you think? Then, then I would probably look at maybe backing the Lakers, you know, depending on. In the series, too? Yeah, I think that might actually better be the better angle. Okay. If, if we find out, like today, that Davis is going to come back and he play in both these games, and I think maybe coming back on Lakers plus price right now would be a good bet. I'm thinking about it. I was looking at it. I mean, that's okay. a big. That's a fat plus price on the Lakers on the adjusted series. Uh, Mitch, uh, excuse me, uh, Nick. You said you went to sleep early last night. You missed one of the great playoff performances in uh, the past couple decades. Damian Lillard, 55 points, 12 three pointers. You're a guy who played small college uh, basketball. You have to love Lillard, a guy from Weber State. Uh, did you get to see any of that performance last night in the Blazers' double overtime loss? I saw the highlights. Uh, yeah, no, I still can't understand why coaches won't foul when they're down three, but right. it, it not only happened once, but twice. But what are you going to do? I mean, obviously Lillard's a freak. He did go to, he is a big sky product from right out of Oakland. So, but, you know, a great player, uh, easy to root for. And, and that is one heck of a series, isn't it? Denver and, and Portland is the best series of the, of the, of the bunch. So, and, and, and if all you betters want to jump on the Lakers, I think uh, we have the best price, uh, the adjusted series price of plus 270. So if you think the Lakers can win two in a row, swing by one of our shots. Plus 270. Plus 270. Think about what the series price was before. They were, they were minus $9 before game four, I believe. Right, before game things, four. Yeah. Things happen fast. Yes. One injury, yeah. one, one, one win or loss, and that happens. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, th things change fast, no doubt. What are you anticipating tonight for Handel on the Golden Knights game? I mean, obviously, you get uh, a ton of local money here on this team every single game since the ex expansion year, going back four years now, but they were just, I mean, buried in game one, never a contest. It didn't even look like two teams playing the same sport. Are you expecting a flood of money like today? And have you been getting it since uh, the game one loss on game two coming up tonight? No, the, all the action will come today. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a monster handle, and it won't be a monster decision just because Colorado's won like 130 in a row, and, and it looked so good. So there was plenty of Colorado money game one. Okay. We ended up needing Colorado small in that game. That's how much money there was for Colorado, because usually we're just drowned with the Vegas Golden Knights. But I do expect some Golden Knights the support out there tonight. One, they're getting flurry back. Two, you don't get Vegas Golden Knights at this big of a price very often. And, you know, it's the old, you know, down 0-1 flip to the, 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 the not get swept trick. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a great handle. I'm assuming we're going to need Colorado for about a medium-sized medium, medium decision, I'd say, just because there will be plenty of Golden Knight people lapping up a, a big, a juicy plus prize. Yeah, I bet the Avalanche in game one instead of the series price, Mitch, because hmm. it was cheaper. Uh, Avalanche minus 170 in the game, and they were a, a higher series price. But I'm not going to get involved here in game two. You guys have a really good menu uh, for the Golden Knights games. Goal in the first five, 
Uh, that's, yes, plus 185 tonight. You, of course, have the goal in the first 10. Uh, you have, like, a ton of different options to bet this game. So, uh, no doubt, I'm sure that you everything that you post on the betting board, somebody's going to bet at least one of these things. It's going to be a monster day in sports. I mean, a bunch of NBA, full slate of baseball, hockey. we got French going right now. Yeah, just uh, it's a great time to be a sports better. I mean, the, 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 there's literally a full menu every single day. Nick, it's a great time in the golf season, too. So uh, we have the U.S. Open, the third major of the year, on deck in two weeks at Torrey Pines in San Diego. This week we go to Jack's version of the Masters, Jack Nicholas's Memorial Tournament in uh, Muirfield Village, Dublin, Ohio. And uh, we have all the big names. Aside from DJ and Brooks Kepka, pretty much got everybody in the field this week. Who do you like? Yeah, I know, A field for sure, no doubt about it. You know me, Matt. I only go for long shots. I know. So I'll, I'll give you two uh, bombers that I like, Streelman and Lucas Glover. I think those, those two have puncher's chances this week. But, you know, I, you obviously you got to catch lightning in a bottle. But how many times in the last year has 100 to 1 or, for that matter, 60 to 1 shot or higher come through? It, it just happens in golf. I mean, they're that close. Uh, the skill level's so close. And really boils down to who drains uh, inside of 10 10 feet the most that, that week. So, But those greens will be rolling real fast. The, the place will be tough. So, uh, you know, I like Streelman's grittiness and uh, Lucas Glover's ball striking for a couple long shots. Streelman I see here at the book. Uh, Mitch, what, we got 50 to 1? I think it's right in that neighborhood, yeah. What do you have on Lucas Glover, Nick? Lucas Glover, I believe he's like in the 120 to range. Make sure you get a uh, make sure you get a fat price. Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. Trying to find it on the list. Anyway, uh, how about among the favorites? Who do you expect to play well? We talk about that group of uh, Rom, Morikawa, Spieth, JT, McElroy, DeChambeau, Hovland, Shoffley, Cantlay. Who do you think of uh, that group's going to be up on the leaderboard on Sunday? Of all, of all those guys, I'll go with Spieth. I'll go with the okay. hot guy. Uh, he didn't get it done last week against Co-Crack, and he played a little. You know, scraggly on Sunday, but the guy's just been a machine. I mean, he's been a top ten machine the last two months. So, and he's probably a little ticked off at himself. You know, Jordan runs a little hot, and yes, you know, he he didn't close the deal in his home state in a tournament he wanted to win. So he's probably running a little hot. So I think he'll come out with a big effort this week. Yeah, I think so as well. By the way, I see Lucas Glover at about one hundred to one. Okay. I think ninety-five to one. You might be able yeah. to find a little bit better price. I'm not sure that's the current one. That's off a sheet I've got right here. Uh, what would what would you lay on uh, Phil Mickelson being the number one guy in ticket count for the U.S. Open in a couple of weeks? Uh, I don't know if he'll be number one in ticket count. Okay. It'll probably go to a DeChambeau or a Rom. Uh, but I, he, he will be number one in liability, that's for sure. I, I expect a seven-figure liability on Phil Mickelson in the U.S. Open. How was the result for you at the PGA when Mickelson won, and what were the highest odds you hit on him? Did you go as high as 250? I think 225 uh, here, I believe. Uh, yeah, we lost pretty good six figures there. Uh, but, it, you know, I don't have a problem paying that one out. I, at 225, he was 225 because of risk. Uh, I think in true odds he was probably about a thousand to one. I, I gave him zero chance, and, I, and if you told me he won it, I still wouldn't believe it. So yeah. uh, now he goes home on a track he's played twenty billion times mm-hmm. uh, on grass he's really familiar with, and he's there practicing and grinding. So I still don't think he can win this one. So that's that's how little 
faith I have in, in his game playing against the Morikawa speed, the Shambos of the world. So, but it was a great story. Everyone obviously uh, loved watching that uh, unfold, and uh, we'll see if he can do it again two weeks in his hometown. Nick, uh, you played that course, by the way. You played at Torrey Pines, I, I think, a couple of months ago. So I'm looking forward to the U.S. Open in San Diego in uh, two weeks. You told me a couple days ago the NBA wagering handle's just been uh, off the hook. It's been outstanding during the playoffs. What's the golf wagering handle been like? Decent, not great. Obviously, the Masters is by far the biggest. Uh, PGA was solid. Uh, I expect the U.S. Open to be bigger than the PGA. Uh but yeah, no, you know, golf has its neat, you know, its little group of better, sort of like baseball does. So I wish the golf handle would grow, and hopefully it, it will one day. I think it's a tremendous betting sport. Uh, but yeah, no, the NBA is king right now. They're, they're just man-sized decisions, and it's it just, you know, we you either win in the NBA or you lose for the day. That's simple. Mm. All right, Nick, good talking to you as always. Have a good day. We'll talk. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have a good one, guys. Yep. As I choke up here at the very end. That's right. At William Hill US on Twitter, Nick Bogdanovich. Hey. At William Hill Sportsbooks. I said he played small college basketball. He played up in uh, Idaho. I think at Lewis, oh, and, Idaho, huh? Lewis yeah. and Clark College. Okay. All right. Do you think professional golfers ever get bored? Oh, yeah. Why? Because, I mean, as an, that would be such an amazing lifestyle to have. But I think at some point, like the best of the best are just like, I got to go golfing again this weekend. <laughs> Right. No matter what you do in life, at some point you probably get a little bit. Probably. Probably. How great your life is. All right. Well, back tomorrow, 7 Eastern. Good luck tonight. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.